Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. Chris, we are just days away, days away from week one of the NFL season for the Carolina Panthers and the Bryce Young era getting started. We're going to have three keys to the game against the Falcons. But, Chris, the big question, is their best player, Brian Burns, going to play? I would hope so, and I would hope that the Carolina Panthers figure out a way to pay him between now and Sunday. Well, let's get this sucker started. The state of North Carolina covers 53,000 square miles. It is the habitat of the feared Carolina Panthers. Get dialed in, Panthers fans, for an in-depth look at your team. Exclusive interviews. Locker room insight. Let's huddle up for Panthers Playbook. Here are your hosts, Dennis Cox and Chris Lee. Welcome back to another episode of Panthers Playbook. That is Chris Lee. I'm Dennis Cox here with you. Now, before we get into the three keys of the game, we're going to get into protecting Bryce Young, Frank Reich, and his history as a coach in September, and what we expect from the Atlanta Falcons offensively. Chris, before we get into all that, even Brian Burns, make sure you smash the the subscribe button. Hit the likes. Leave comments for us because it is week one of the NFL season. Let us know in the comments here if you're watching on YouTube your predictions for the Carolina Panthers season. We will interact with you. I think they get 10 wins, but we'll get into that a little bit later on, Chris. But they're not going to get to 10 wins if Brian Burns ain't playing. Simple as that. If Brian Burns ain't playing, they ain't getting 10 wins, and I don't know if they win on Sunday if Brian Burns isn't on the field. No, that's 100% true, Uh, and I would hope that the Carolina Panthers figure out a way to get him on the field and paid uh, before this season officially starts for them, right? Like, you don't want that to become a distraction. And Frank Reich has said that Brian Burns, to his credit, has not become a distraction. He's trying to not be a distraction um, because of his contract situation. But let's just kind of, like, look at some of the facts, right? Like, mm-hmm. right now, and, and this came out, uh, you know, Wednesday afternoon, Nick Bosa, uh, who was drafted in the same year, also he's, he's a defensive end, Brian Burns, outside linebacker, edge guy, but technically edge, they're the, yeah. they're they're technically the same same person. Um, Nick Bosa got a five year, one hundred and seventy million dollar extension, which comes down to about thirty four million dollars per year for him. I think twenty four with uh, with the guaranteed money. Um, that's the average. Now we've read a report that Brian Burns was asking the Panthers. For 27 and 28, the Panthers don't want to go higher than 23. Mm. This was before Nick Bosa's deal came out. So now that Nick Bosa's deal came out, Panthers, you're going to have to pay him 28, maybe even 30, because now he's looking at these numbers and saying, okay, I'm not worth that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not worth, you know, close to what Nick Bosa is getting. And that's one of like, the Panthers don't have a choice in this. And here's another thing I'm thinking about. When this this contract, if they do a five-year extension, which they should, in four years, you're probably going to have your extension for Bryce Young 
that'll actually kick in in, you know, five seasons from now, right? Who else besides Bryce Young and Brian Burns, who is on this current roster, do you need to pay between now and then? Derek Brown and Jeremy Chin. Maybe J.C. Horn. Do you need to pay them? I don't know about need that that that's that's going to be determined in in the next couple of seasons. At least for guys like for a guy like J.C. Horn, if he can stay healthy. And and the reason why I'm saying that, and there's no diss against you know J, uh, Jeremy Chen. There's no diss against J.C. Horn. There's no diss against Derek Brown. Those are really good players. But you can find those players again in the draft or through free agency. Am I right? Potentially, yeah. All right. So with uh, Brian Burns, how often are you going to? How often are you going to find that player? Because you turned down, what, two first-rounders? That's Four? the report. And you're, how many times are you going to find a Bryce Young? Because supposedly up here, he's generational. We have to yeah. see if it, if it translates on the, on the field. So the, the thought process that I'm going through with how fast rosters turn over in the NFL anyway is you know in five years you want to have these two guys here. And – these are two guys in two positions that you are going to pay anyway. Quarterback, pass rusher, especially if they're really good. You're going to want to try to keep Brian Burns around. And you already gave up the two first rounders. Do not mess this up. Do mm-hmm. not make this more of a, of a circus than what it has. It hasn't really become a circus, but it could become a circus, right? Because Brian Burns decided not to practice for a little bit. Um, pay the man. Pay the man. And I'm, I'm sure he'll accept 28. If not, you could probably get him to 30 and cap it off right there. But he's so, gonna he's gonna need to get paid, or else you're gonna lose him, and somebody else will pay him. So here's the thing: when you turn down reportedly returned down multiple first round picks last season for Brian Burns, you told him what his value is. No, like you yeah. told him what his value is. So oh, yeah. when it comes to the negotiations, you're like, hold on. I'm worth more than two first round picks. You know why? Because you turned down two first round picks to keep me. So I'm worth more than that. So when it comes to the negotiating, when you see $34 million per year average for Nick Bosa and the deal that he just signed, we're recording this on Wednesday. I know this comes out Thursday, but the deal that he just signed, even if Brian Burns is, if you could equate him, just say 80% of that, that's in that $27, $28 million per year range, which I think is actually pretty comparable for yes. him. And I think that's totally fine. And like you mentioned, okay, there might be some other guys that might need to get paid in the near future. For example, Derek Brown is going to be potentially a free agent after this upcoming season. I know he has the fifth-year option actually coming up, but he might be due for a long-term extension. Okay, if J.C. Horn proves that he can stay healthy, again, are you going to pay a free agent to come in to do what the guy is already doing for you? Or do you want to keep your own guy? I'd much rather keep your own guy if he's already playing at that high level. So there might be a couple guys, but yeah, like you mentioned, Bryce Young's contract extension, if he's the guy, isn't going to kick in until Brian Burns' contract is going to be over, which in that case, you might be looking to move on from him. Nevertheless, if he doesn't play Sunday, that's when things get real. Because up until oh, kickoff, up until 1 p.m., up until 1 p.m. on Sunday, this is all just talk and, and conversation and speculation. If he's not on the field, if number zero is not dressed on Sunday, then things get real. And here's something else. And let's, let's do a little comparison, right? Because mm-hmm. um, 
you know, honestly, if Nick Bosa got the 34, Brian Burns really could push to try to get that 34 himself. And he wouldn't be wrong in doing it because he's worth it. Now, of course, between Nick Bosa and Brian Burns, the popular choice is Nick Bosa. But based on their actual numbers, you can make a case that Brian Burns is probably a little bit better because he's available more. And their, their stats are virtually identical. So let's go through it. Brian Burns has played 13 more games than Nick Bosa. And, again, they were both drafted in 2019, right? Mm-hmm. So they both have the, had the ability to play the same amount of games. And you could say that Nick Bosa had the ability to play more games because, well, his team makes it to the playoffs. Um, but Brian Burns has played 13 more games than Nick Bosa almost a full season, 64 to 51. Nick Bosa does have one interception. Brian Burns has none. And past deflections, Brian Burns leads Nick Bosa, uh, Nick Bosa 11 to 4. Forced fumbles, Nick Bosa leads 8 to 7. Sacks, Nick Bosa leads 43 to 38. Not by much, though. That's only five. Mm-hmm. Here's where it gets real. Total tackles, Brian Burns leads by 40, 196 to 156. Solo tackles, Brian Burns leads 119 to 116. Assisted tackles, Brian Burns leads 77 to 40, which all that leads into the total tackles. And then tackles for loss, uh, Nick Bosa has him at 56 uh, to 43. So depending on how you could look at that, right, you could say mm-hmm. these guys are virtually even, or maybe Nick Bosa has a little bit of an edge, or you could say that Brian Burns has a little bit of an edge because he's available more. Either way, they're about here, neck and neck. If Brian Burns really wanted to ask for 34, he wouldn't be out of his, out of his mind to do so. He, he could demand that if Nick Bosa got that. So Panthers come at least with the 28 he was asking for originally and hope that you don't go above 30 because yeah. he's going he's gonna to have to get paid, and that 23 is lowballing this guy. If you look at the production, if you compare it to next to Nick Bosa's. Yeah, that's a great point. Even, like I said, if you get in that 75 80% range of what Nick Bosa's making, it's in that $27, 28000000 million per year. I think that's, perfectly, that's a perfectly good ask. Uh, for for Brian Burns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, let's get into our three keys against the Atlanta Falcons because despite all this contract talk going on with Brian Burns, there's still a game on Sunday, Chris. We actually have yeah. real NFL football. We actually get to see Bryce Young in against real NFL speed, real NFL defense. I know it's preseason. They played against some starters, but nah, nah, nah. it gets real on Sunday. But let's get right into that first key. Desmond Ritter, the quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. He's got a lot of really good skill guys around him. The rookie B. John Robinson, the running back out of Texas. Kyle Pitts, a high pick. 
Um, some other really good skill guys that were really, really high first-round picks. Desmond Drake Ritter, London. Yeah. That's right, yeah, Drake London. That's who I was thinking of. Desmond Ritter, a third-round pick, second-year quarterback out of Cincinnati. Really an unknown, really unproven. Chris, you kind of compared him to essentially like a rookie because we haven't seen him play a whole lot. If Brian Burns, whether he's in or not, it's up to that defensive front to really make life uncomfortable for Desmond Ritter. Yeah. Um, you know, I think what Desmond Ritter started in four games last year. So, yeah. uh, you know, kind of like how uh, Jalen Hurts in his second year had only started a little bit towards the end of his freshman, his rookie year, excuse me. So he essentially was a rookie in his second year trying to learn it and, and everything together because he didn't have that full year of, uh, of starts. So Desmond Ritter is somebody who uh, can easily, I wouldn't say easily, but you can get in his head at this point, right? Like if you do the mm-hmm. right things um, with your defensive front and you're already missing Marquise Haynes, you want to make sure that Brian Burns is out there. You feel like you have the right uh, front for the three, four, and uh, you have Tuttle, Deshaun Williams, and also uh, uh, Derek Brown. So you feel like you're going to have the right push from that and also Justin Houston on that other side. And then probably Frankie Louvu in some packages as well. We know what he can do uh, himself. Like you have a chance to make his life a living hell because if you if you don't have him second guessing and running around and not knowing what to do, then he's going to get the ball to B. John Robinson, Kyle Pitts, Drake London. Those guys are matchup nightmares. So you're going to want to get that push and try to uh, get up in his feet, get up in his grill a little bit, make him run around, make him. Um, you know, very much so uncomfortable in his throws because maybe he can end up throwing it away. Maybe he can make bad throws and throw interceptions and things like that. Or all of these could lead to sacks. And um, we know that the Atlanta offensive line, they're really good when it comes to the run. Uh, They were one of the best teams uh, with the run last season in 2022. Uh, But will they be able to hold up in, in pass protection? We'll have to see. But when you have Justin Houston and Brian Burns, if you can get them to play together, then, you know, there's probably a lot of good things that can happen uh, with that. So uh, I really do think that you need a Brian Burns here and the rest of the defensive line um, across that front needs to be uh, available and play very well uh, because if Desmond Ritter has time, you're going to make it easy for him because he's going to have those great um, weapons that we talked about that are going to be matchup nightmares and they know how to get open, they know how to get separation, and it's going to make it harder for the secondary. I think the defensive line that we talk about pressure on Ritter, I think it's also important that they slow down B. John Robinson in that run game because with yes. any good or with any young young quarterback, their best asset for them to help alleviate pressure is a solid run game. If they make Absolutely. the Atlanta Falcons one-dimensional, it's going to make things easier for the Carolina Panthers. On the flip side, though, key number two for this game, we talk about making life uncomfortable for Desmond Ritter. The Carolina Panthers need to make sure the Atlanta Falcons don't make life uncomfortable for Bryce Young. Because, again, that's a true rookie starting, not a second-year guy like Desmond Ritter. A true rookie getting his first NFL action. We saw the offensive line be a bit of an issue. I'd say more than a bit of an issue, I should say, in the preseason, protecting Bryce Young. The guy can stand in there and still go through his progressions, but the last thing you want to do is have Bryce Young start getting happy feet and just the Falcons start teeing off. We're going to see rookie Chandler Zavala get a start up front at right guard in place of Austin Corbett, who's on the physically unable to perform list. 
this is a tough task. Hey, rookie Chandler Zavala, you got Calais Campbell, former NFL defensive player of the year yeah. coming at you. Who's all of like six, eight, three fifty, whatever he is bearing down on you. Got to step up young man. You got to protect Bryce young. And Atlanta's defensive line. I, I believe they were like ranked 31st out of 32 last year. So they weren't very good, but you mentioned, Calais Campbell, though, right? Yeah. Like, and so they spent a lot yeah, of money this offseason. They, they spent some money in that area, so we'll have to see. So there, you you gotta get better than thirty first, right? There's not mm-hmm. a lot of you, you would think that you could get better and not worse in in, in that uh, standpoint, especially after spending the money uh, that they spent. Um, and so, yeah, the the offensive line has to bring it, and we we've seen uh, inconsistencies uh, during a preseason. But I will say. Um, it felt like the offensive line got progressively better as the preseason went along. And uh, the main person we're thinking of when it comes to that is Akim Aquanu. Uh, Mm -hmm. You're probably going to, you know, match up against Calais Campbell a little bit. Um, You know, maybe, um, you know, some other folks or whatever who were there need to step up as well. So we're going to see what the, what the protections look like for, for the Panthers. Um, you know, Chandler Zavala, you mentioned him. He's going to start in that right guard spot. Uh, he was very solid during his time playing in a preseason. And it feels like he can do nothing but get better as well. So, um, but then, I, you know, another thing that's going to be very interesting, along with Bryce Young looking the way, uh, looking pretty good, if, if he can look good uh, on Sunday, would be the Panthers are now going to actually use their scheme. They've yeah. told us in the preseason that they weren't using their scheme. They weren't. You know, the preseason didn't look like uh, anything that they were going to use during the regular season. So what does that look like? How do you uh, use that as far as protection? How does Miles Sanders, their running back, factor into that? How does using Hayden Hurst uh, factor into that? How does using LaVisca Chenault factor into that since you want to use him as the gadget guy who can be moved around in different spots, and including the backfield, just like uh, Debo Samuel? So. Um, there's a lot of things to kind of think about and figure out, but it, as you said before, it all starts with, can you keep Bryce Young upright? Mm-hmm. Can you make sure he doesn't have a happy feet that he's not uh, getting that pressure up in his face? And uh, hopefully the five guys up front are the ones that can, um, that can provide that for him. All right. You talked about the scheme, which leads into the third key to this game. It's head coach Ooh. Frank Reich, because we, like you said, we haven't really seen the scheme offensively, but yeah. this is also a very new staff. All right, with all the different guys like Thomas Brown coming in and Deuce Staley and all this and all these other guys that have come in. Frank Reich, new there, new defensive coordinator, and he's Jira Evero. Mostly new staff and a collection, especially on offense, of mostly new guys. Yeah, you have four starting offense alignment that are back from last season, but your starting wide receivers are different. Your starting tight ends different. Your starting running backs different. Your starting quarterbacks different. A lot of different new pieces. So the decisions of Frank Reich and how he manages this team not only in the build up to this game, but how he manages the sideline and the decisions that he makes with this new staff. Again, their first live game action where the team is actually all together. Frank Reich, the, the, the choices that he makes in terms of adjustments, personnel moves, scheme, all that kind of stuff in game. The first time we're really going to see it is going to be a massive factor into this one, because you mentioned it to me before we started recording. Frank Reich in the month of September, his win percentage ain't that great. I know he went to the playoffs multiple times with the Indianapolis Colts, but in the month of September, not his best month when it comes to his coaching record. 
I'll read it off to you just so we, we have the numbers ahead of us. Um, Hit me. So, so just so I want to couch this a little bit. There's 20 NFL head coaches that have been in the league for at least three years. Okay. So this is what it is. So if you've been a head coach for at least three years, they're counting you. Frank Reich ranks 18th of the 20 in September win percentage. His win percentage is .382, and his record is 6-10-1. That sounds like a, a Panthers record from the last couple of years, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> actually, Matt, Matt Rule would have killed for that record uh, no. two years ago, actually. Six wins? Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> One tie? We didn't lose that. We didn't lose. Exactly. <laughs> we only um, lost 10. Yeah, we only lost 10. Um, and so the only coaches that are behind him are Zach Taylor from the Bengals and Dennis Allen from the Saints. So that kind of bodes well for you when it comes down to that Monday night game because it's against the Saints. Um, <laughs> Watch that be a tie. But go on. <laughs> that could be a tie. But, you know, Pete Carroll, who you're going to see uh, in the last week of, of, um, of September, um, his winning percentage is a lot better. He's .632, and he's 36-21. and 21. Um, so the first three games of the season, of course, you have the Falcons, you have the Monday night game at home against the uh, the Saints. Then you go on the road to face uh, the Seattle Seahawks. I feel like all three of those games are winnable. All three of those games are also losable as well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, especially the, the road games and having a road game after the Monday night game. So you're coming off a short week and you got to go cross country to Seattle. Uh, who had an amazing draft and, you know, Geno Smith, uh, you know, will probably look better than what he uh, looked last year. So there's a, there's a lot of ifs that are involved in that, but uh, I'm sure Frank Reich has been around the block enough to, to know what's going on. Uh, I I'm confident in him as a coach, but Mm -hmm. here's my main thing. We've seen three preseason games and, it feels as if the coaching staff is running well. We don't know, like, behind the scenes if there were communications issues or whatever. But this is pretty much a new staff as far as, like, who's worked together before. You know, exactly. usually guys mm-hmm. kind of try to move around with some of their same guys. Like, hey, I, I'm comfortable with this guy. I'm, I'm going to move around with him. That wasn't really the case. This is, like, a whole new assembly. So in a real game, in real, those real game situations, are these guys going to be a cohesive unit? Are these mm-hmm. guys going to communicate the right way? That goes along into um, you know how Frank Reich makes his adjust adjustments and um, and you know game plans for these games as well. So um, you're you're right. That's going to be a huge huge part uh, of this game. And I would hope that his coaching experience could at least pull out one win of the first two weeks. I understand if you come out of September one and two. Sure, I definitely understand that. Uh, but you cannot go into October zero and three. No, no, you, you can't, cannot. because uh, we'll, we'll wrap up on this. If you do that, then you're going to have a lot of people start make, a- asking a lot of questions in the locker room, too. It's yeah. like, you know, like, oh, hold on. Like, we feel like we're doing we were doing the right thing, but we're not winning. Winning, mm-hmm. winning cures a lot of stuff, you know, oh, man. winning takes care of a lot of different problems. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. 
and this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org. Well, let's 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 make some picks. Yeah. Should we do that? All right. Um, it, I think week one is is probably the hardest week to pick because you just you don't know, right? This is the first time it's for real. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say that the Panthers have the ability to win this game on the road. Yeah. Mainly because I feel like uh, for all the questions that are there, I'm looking at both teams. I feel like the the Panthers and the Falcons are are virtually even, I would say. Um, There's places where the Falcons are a lot better. There's places where I feel like the Panthers are a lot better. Mm -hmm. But it all comes down to who's calling the signals behind the line of scrimmage, and that is the quarterback. And I'm just not sure. If if Desmond Ritter wasn't that good last year, okay, he's had an offseason. He's been able to go through and all that good stuff and get a little bit more, you know, into the the scheme and – probably get a little bit better I'm just not I'm not sure if he's going to be that guy I'm not sure if he's going to be the guy that can go out there and get you a win I do think that Bryce Young is the type of guy I don't know if he's going to go out there and get the win he's not going to lose the game for you yeah so I think the Panthers able to sneak out a road win um probably a little bit more low scoring than what we uh are thinking of but maybe something like a 23 to 20 okay I'll take that I think it's a low scoring game as well I'm going to go 21 17 Panthers win this one 21 17. Okay, I'm with you. Panthers with don't you. make I'm, us look bad. I'm with you on a low scoring game. By the way, after that game on Sunday, Chris and I are going to have another podcast for you. Post game reaction immediately after the game, Chris and I will have something out there for you. So make sure you subscribe here on YouTube, hit the likes, also tap that notification bell as well. That way you don't miss any of the content that we put out and leave comments. Let us know in the comments who you think is going to win on Sunday. Give us your Panthers prediction for this upcoming season. Also, you can take us with you on the road on your favorite podcast platform, Apple, Spotify, tap in, make sure you follow us there as well. That way you don't miss any of the content we put out. Chris, I'm excited. It's finally here. Week one of the NFL season. Let's go. Let's go. We'll see you next time on Panthers Playwood. Career-driven individuals ready to unlock your potential? Discover William Peace University's School of Professional Studies. Our classes are tailored for the working professional. Attend class on your terms with our online sessions and choose from various start dates throughout the year. Dive into a curriculum designed for success. Every class is a stepping stone that takes you closer to your career goals. Take one or more classes. It's in your hands. Elevate your career with William Peace University's School of Professional Studies. Dive deeper at williampeace.info sps. Your journey begins here. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, 
but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.